What is going on, everybody? Once again, I am Jordan Jean Louis, host of the JJR Sports Talk Show. It's been a minute, sports fans. It's been a long minute. Had a good birthday. Um, I celebrated with my friends and family. Went to the weekend concert on Saturday. And MetLife was lit. Um, but it's Tuesday. Back to business. So before I dive into the sports side of things, let me take y'all back to Psychology 101. So I got a question for y'all. And don't worry, this will tie into the sports later on. So do you guys know what confirmation bias is? Confirmation bias. If you don't, I got you. Confirmation bias is the tendency of people to favor information that confirms or strengthens their beliefs or values and is difficult to dislodge once affirmed. So I got an example for that. So imagine that a person who is, I'm assuming, is left-handed holds a belief that left-handed people are more creative than right-handed people. Um, so basically what I'm trying to get at is what the definition is. Um, when you're talking to people about sports, you know, they're going to have your biased people, your unbiased people, and fans that don't want to see or hear the other side because they already can confirm. Half of the word confirmation can confirm is like what they believe is true. So I see the same thing that happens with Lamar Jackson. Now, people who follow me know that I am a Ravens fan, Dahar Ravens fan, and I'm taking my bias out of this conversation. So hear me out. I feel that confirmation bias is being used against Lamar Jackson. Let me explain why. So if you go to a bar in a barbershop talk, you know, LeBron, the go talk, football talk, here and there. And uh, and you go on Twitter, Facebook, you, you join these fan, these sports fan groups and stuff. And, um, you know, fans had their views on their teams, on their players, right? So I can affirm that I see confirmation bias in Lamar Jackson critics. Oh, um, he can't throw, but he's an, he's an unstoppable QB. We can't stop him. Oh, he can't carry his team when it comes down to a two-minute fourth down clutch time game. Oh, he can't win in the playoffs. Oh, well, he beat the Titans in the playoffs. Oh, he can't win in the playoffs, but, but he's an electric fine player. He's a running back, not a quarterback, yada, 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 yada. Listen, I don't want to hear that. So the NFL released their top 10 quarterbacks, right? So you got Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Zero Burrows, Matt Stafford, um, they put their song Watson on that list. I don't know why. Don't don't tell me why. Um, and they put Dak Prescott for number 10. So, oh, Josh Allen. But listen, I don't want to hear that BS right now because I don't see slander from Josh Allen, which is a quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. He has lost in the playoffs. He has no MVP. And he doesn't get half the hate that Jackson gets. And he had the number one receiver in Stephon Diggs. So, I mean, that's that. I don't see any other QB getting slander. Oh, Lamar can't throw. He can throw the ball, God damn it. Go look at highlight tapes on YouTube or freaking ESPN because he can throw the ball. Maybe he doesn't throw the ball on every on every down, but in each of this, tell me, name me one uh, other than Marquise Brown. Name, name me one, and I wouldn't even name him as a number one receiver because Lamar was throwing him dimes, and he he was dropping passes. 
you can't blame – how are you going to blame a quarterback who, can, who can't throw the ball, but when he throws the ball accurately, the, the, the receiver can't catch a goddamn ball? So I don't even consider Mar- Marquise Brown as the number one receiver. He's too short. Yeah, he's fast. Yeah, he got he has some spectacular catches throughout his time in, in Baltimore. But he can go to Arizona and play with Colin Murray, which I'm going to get into later too. But the man can throw. And I, don't worry, guys. I got stats to back, to back that up for y'all, so don't worry. But I don't hear slander. Oh, yeah, Josh Allen may have a – he may have a stronger build, a stronger body, and a stronger arm than Lamar. But, I mean, Josh Allen, he hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. He hasn't had any playoff wins. And he, like, he, um, and he lost in the playoffs. He has no MVP. So I don't see why people don't hate on Josh Allen like they do Lamar Jackson. Now, like I said earlier, Colin Murray, as we all know, um, it was a former former number one pick. He just got a $230 million contract with an addendum in the contract that requires him to watch four hours of mandatory independent study weekly. Now, name me a quarterback who in there – maybe I'm wrong, but name me a quarterback uh, that, that has in their contract, oh, they have to watch four hours of film. I mean, listen. If you're a number, if you're a number one draft pick, and in your contract states that you have to watch four hours of film, four hours of film weekly, and check in with the team, that means you're not a good quarterback. And some of that money is not even guaranteed in the contract. And um, so you expect maybe a quarterback that's drafted at number like 31 or 32, like Lamar Jackson, um, at his at, at his place where he was drafted at, you expect a quarterback at that level, at that position in the draft to have that in the contract. But we don't see that issue with Lamar Jackson because he knows his playbook. He knows his roster. Um, now, the moment you have all been waiting for, this next quote got me pissed the hell off. Now, I can't name this, this coach or coordinator because this coward chose to go unanimously, meaning that no one knows if it was in-house, maybe the Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator said that, or any other defensive coordinator could have said this, but we don't know. But the other day, um, he criticized Lamar Jackson like stupidly, and it was out of this world. So let me read it to you. If he has to pass to win the game, they ain't winning the game, said an NFL defensive coordinator anonymously to Mike Sando of the Atlantic or, or the Athletic. He's so unique as an athlete, and he has a really good football. It, and he is a really good football player. Oh, it, and he's a really good football player, but I don't give a shit if he wins the league MVP 12 times. I don't think he'll ever be a number one QB as a quarterback in this league, but he'll be a number one fo- football player, but not as a quarterback. Like, What? Let me just pause for a minute and let me just and let me just let y'all think let that sink in what he said. He said, I don't give a shit if he wins 12 league MVPs. I don't think he'll ever be a number one as a quarterback. He'll be a but but he'll be a number one football player, but not as a quarterback. Wait, so let me backtrack. So you said you don't give a shit if someone's tell leaving MVPs, but wouldn't that mean make him one of the greats of all time? Because no one has 12 MVPs. That's one. That's like saying MJ had had six rings. That don't mean a goddamn thing in my eyes because I'm gonna throw out a random stat. Oh, he can't dribble like Kyrie Irving and stuff. Kyrie Irving and stuff, Curry. Oh, he can't shoot on Curry's level. 
But I don't care if Jordan's the greatest of all time. The hell with his stats. The hell with his accolades. He would never be the number one shooting guard at his position. But he still can't can't can be the number one player as a basketball player. Like make that help that make it make sense. I'm assuming whoever said this unanimously is probably an AFC uh, on an AFC team. It's probably one of the teams who Lamar and the Ravens torched. I'm assuming <laughs> the shitty Browns. Probably. I'm just making a guess. Um, you know, because they have came out, you know, recently and the past couple years and talked bad about, you know, other quarterbacks. But help me help it make it help me make it make sense because I don't I don't get it. This quote is so stupid and so irresponsible. And like me and my boys were talking, uh, me and my boy Matt was talking earlier. And he made up a point. Maybe he didn't want to come out uh, with his name because he knows he would have gotten he would have gotten in trouble for his quote. Or he knows that if he posted his name to the quote then he would have got a lot of slander back from the fans and other people in the league um, because he knows for a damn fact that what he said is not true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he can't throw the ball like like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers on a consistent basis. But when it comes down to a winning factor, Lamar can throw the ball. Lamar can throw the ball. And I'm a, and I'm a, I have stats for y'all. So per Warren Sharp on Twitter, in 2020, Lamar became the first player with 7,000 passing yards and 2,500 rushing yards in his first three seasons. More passing stats. Through 2020, he threw 67 pass touchdowns in his 37 starts. This is tied with Aaron Rodgers and more than Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and most QBs in NFL history. That's just in 2020, after his 2019 rookie or um, MVP season. This is 2020. In 2021, despite the Ravens being the number one most injured team in the NFL, that's on record. The most. Let me repeat that for y'all. Repeat that for y'all. Despite the Ravens being the number one team, number one most injured team in the NFL, Lamar held the Ravens to the number one seed. Leading into the month of December, he was the number one pa- passer before he went down with the injury, outside the numbers, before he went down with an injury, and the team went only five after that. So that quote that that, that that guy said about him being a leader, about him being, you know, that just proves right there that he's a leader. When he went down, the team went only five. I'm not hitting on your Tyler Huntley, our backup, but he's not Lamar Jackson, you know? Um I mean, people can argue with me. Take, take Lamar Jackson off, off the Ravens right now. The Ravens aren't – I mean, me being a dire Ravens fan, I don't – I had the balls to say it. I mean, the Ravens won't, won't be nothing without Lamar Jackson right now. I'm telling you this right now. So, this is that. He was the number one passer outside the numbers before he went down with the injury, and the team went 0-5 after that. Think about, think about that. Think about that. Put that in perspective. Now, before Lamar, before Lamar came and he was the number one QB on the Ravens, people forget that the Ravens almost fired John Harbaugh in 2018. They were they were forty and forty the prior five years. In twenty eighteen, they started out four and five. Then they added Lamar Jackson. He has won thirty seven of forty nine starts and never missed the playoffs when healthy. Baltimore is one in six in games he's been injured plus sick. Now Lamar's clutch stats: sub five minutes fourth quarter and trailing last three seasons. So we have Mahomes. The unstoppable comeback guy, Patrick Mahomes, was 39 for 62, 509 yards, 60%, um, 8.2 yards per average, four touchdowns, one um, one reception, and 110 QB passer rating. 
can't pass to win the game. Lamar Jackson has gone 41-64, 574 yards, 64.1% completion, 9.0 yards per average, five touchdowns, one interception, 112.4 QB ratings. So it, it's proven that Lamar Jackson has a has a higher completion percentage than Mahomes. Has a little bit more yards per average um, at nine yards per average um, than Mahomes. Five touchdowns, one interception, and it has a two points higher of the QB rating than Patrick Mahomes. So make this make sense, man. I just don't get – I don't get the whole, like, you know, I've been – like, I'm on Twitter. I'm not really on Twitter like that. I am, but I kind of, like, you know, go on there for, like, the sports talk, whatever. And um, I just don't get, like, the Lamar Jackson hate, you know. When it comes to, um, you know, LeBron is the most hated player that's proven uh, because he's great. He's one of the greatest But um, yeah, but yeah, like Lamar, I don't get the hate. Like I just don't get the hate. And plus, he's still young, like twenty four. He's like my age, twenty four, twenty five. I mean, and we have a new roster, like a new O line. Uh, Jackson Tyler Lindenbaum on the O line is getting Ryan Stanley back. Um, I mean, we're getting Dobbins back. Let me just repeat that one stat: the, the Ravens were the number one most injured team last year, leading into December. Think about that. Lamar lost Dobbins, uh, a thousand yard, a thousand yard rusher, Gus Edwards, their backup. They lost Marlon Humphrey in the middle of the season. They lost Randy Stanley, Marcus Peters. That's that's on the defensive side. I mean Dobbins. I mean the offensive side. And name me one. Name name me one. Uh, wide receiver one that we've had. I mean, I thought Watkins was it, but Watkins wasn't it. I just don't get the slander of Lamar Jackson. Oh, <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, I see Marie. I see Marie. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> but um, I just don't get the hate, man. Um. I think my boy Mads is going to come in in a couple minutes. He's going to get his tape, but uh, he's about to be on the way home. Um, but, I, I mean, the man has 7,000. In 2020, he had 7,000 pass, uh, passing yards, 2,500 20, rushing yards in his first three seasons. I mean, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. And the disrespect that they didn't put him on the top 10 list. He's a top 10 quarterback. I don't give a, for the purpose of my, of my career. I can't cuss, but um, I, yeah, I was supposed to out with him for Deshaun Watson, to be honest, or Dak Prescott, because listen, the man Deshaun Watson, he's a good quarterback. But the man hasn't played a snap in like two and a half, a one or a year and a half. Um, so due to the allegations of like sexual, you know, harassment, but he hasn't been playing ever since. So, I mean, how the hell are they going to put uh, him over Lamar Jackson? Now, I mean, I, I mean, like I said before, when I'm arguing with people about sports, um, give. The, the reason why Lamar doesn't want to sign a contract right now because he wants to prove to the haters and prove to himself, most importantly, why he should be getting paid top dollar. Now, I think that the Kyler Murray deal, the $230, $230 million deal that he got for five years, Lamar, he's smart. Even though he, he, he don't have an agent right now, he's, he's, he's a self-agent right now. He does his own thing. Um, he's smart. Because he saw he got Kyler Murray got that deal. Now, I believe that they are going to win the AFC North. Because we both, we all know the AFC North is kind of shaky. Uh, the Browns don't know who's going to be the, the, the QB1 for, in the AFC North. Uh, ben Roethlisberger retired. So they got Kenny Pickett and Mr. Bisky. Um, and the Browns, 
Um, they could possibly start uh, um, Jacoby Brissett or uh, Rosen, Josh Rosen, but none of them are none of them are proven quarterbacks. So who knows what um, what the Browns' future looks like this season coming up? And uh, I mean, it's gonna be Burrow. It's gonna be Bengals and Ravens. So I think Ravens are gonna be number one. Bengals are number two. Fighting for that top division spot. Um. You know, and Lamar's smart, and ho- I'm hopeful that this car, uh, this uh, Kyler Murray deal, opens the door up for more money, especially guaranteed money for Lamar Jackson. And I hope there is no addendum for film because Lamar Jackson is he's a, he's a special talent. People forget the games he came back from last year. The Colts, I mean, yeah, it's the Colts, but that game went into overtime. Lamar had like, what, 400-something passing yards, uh, like 200-something rushing yards. The man can do it. Now, the question is, if he ever, if his legs, if his legs ever wear out, um, it's going to come down to his, his arm strength. And don't get me wrong, Lamar Jackson has – been in Florida. He's been working out with uh Rashad Bateman. Uh Rashad Bateman. Um working on his mechanics. He he looks good. So and he's gotten a lot stronger. Um he's transformed his body a lot. One second. My boy Matt is texting me real quick. <laughs> but yeah, I just don't. Maybe my boy Mask can, you know, have his opinion on on it when he gets in. Um, but we both agree on that he is a top ten quarterback, and he should not have been left off that list. Um, and I mean the stats are are right here, right in like plain sight. Um, where are we? I mean, through the 2020 season, he threw 67 pass touchdowns and star seven starts. That's tied with Aaron Rodgers and more than Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and the most QBs in NFL history. Now, let's get into some um, – just in the meantime, for my boy Matt to get in here for the podcast, let's switch to NBA. So Kevin Durant and Kyrie and Kyrie Irving have put the NBA word on his stomach with Kevin Durant requesting a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. Nets are looking for a huge, huge overhaul of players in return for the megastar, but not many teams in the league have enough cap space to obtain Durant. Um, because obviously Durant is a superstar in this league, top five player right now in the NBA. Um, you know, at his position for, for sure. Um, and he deserves a, a a meaty meaty contract. So we'll see. Um, Kyrie is still flirting with the idea of joining the Lakers, but no deals have been done yet because I'm assuming that Kyrie is waiting on Durant. But I saw a report that uh, Kyrie Irving he doesn't care. Um, he doesn't care. I think he wants to stay in Brooklyn for another year, regardless of if KD stays or not or goes or somewhere or plays. Um, but I would not be su- I mean, I would not be surprised the way Kyrie and KD are like off the court. And um, I would not be surprised if KD and Kyrie stay put with the Nets until both teams finally deal that best suits them. If KD and Kyrie stay, I wouldn't be surprised if not. Not but one of them sit out uh, until they both get shipped out. And that can turn into a major, major disaster for the team as a whole. The Nets can't afford to lose games as the Eastern Eastern Conference Finals is getting better and better each year. The market is just not right. Like, you know how I said on other podcasts, how, like, say you're a homeowner, right? And you want to um, like buy a house, right? Build your own house from scratch. You finally get the house done. 
the interior of the house is done. But now you're looking for the for the pieces to fit, you know, around the house, the picture frames, the tables, the kitchen sets, you know what I'm saying? And you want that centerpiece, that table that's in the middle of the living room and have pieces around that living room to make the living room pop. And that's what that's what that's what Brooklyn is looking for. Once KD is shipped out, Brooklyn is looking for pieces, a centerpiece to build around and have other pieces around them to, to make them look good. So when they do ship KD off, they don't look bad and they don't start off bad. So the market is just not right. Just like right now, the how like the housing market is not right right now. Houses are skyrocketing to the ceiling. Just, just like the NBA market. The market is just not right for KD. The Phoenix Suns door is closed because oh, before this whole thing started, KD wanted to either go to Miami, Phoenix, I think another team that was involved. Um, but Phoenix Suns door is closed because they, they assigned A into a four-year deal. The Nets, I mean the uh the Suns don't want to give up Devin Booker, and the and the Suns want I mean or the Nets want Booker, but they're not going to give up Booker. No team is going to give up their star, superstar for another superstar. So, for example, uh, uh, well, I I had it written down too, but I, there's a trade. I think uh, the Nets and Celtics. I think the Nets um, wanted Jalen Brown, uh, Frank White. In a couple first round picks, um, but Celtics. I mean, like even Jalen Brown was like, "Shake my head." He replied on Twitter, "Shake my head." Pelicans don't. Pelicans don't want to blow up. So, for example, I think there was a trade package. Uh, the Pelicans um, don't want to blow up or blow up what they have. What they have right now, Zion on July 9th signed a five year. $193 million contract, and that's rookie contract. And they still have a young player in Brandon Ingram who is 24 and will be 25 this year. And they just got his hit in McCollum. Head coach Willie Green has built a young culture in New Orleans, and the organization wouldn't risk blowing that up for KD. I mean, if I'm the GM of the team, that, that, that's the issue too. Most of these teams in the, in the NBA don't want to don't blow up what they have going on. You know what I'm saying? Like like the Warriors. Yeah. Like Katie has played there before. It would be a good fit. But do they want to blow up blow up Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, the, the young core just for one player? That, that that's the issue that it comes down to. Do teams wanna do teams hypothetically say something? Do they want to give up a Tatum or a Brown or a cornerstone for their team for a KD? Which is not he's not getting younger, he's he's getting older. But Katie, he's still a good player. But that's that's the only question. Like, do these do these teams want to give up some of their main players for another superstar? And if I was if I wanted to if I was the GM of a team, I would want to obviously, yeah, if if the if the cap space and we had the money to sign Katie, I would take him in a heartbeat. But if we if the only way to get a superstar is with our our revenue and players and draft capital, I'm not risking I'm not risking my my cornerstone pieces that I've worked I drafted to to get KD because I, I want to start a young culture just like New Orleans has. They have Ingram, they signed Zion Williamson, which he's still injury prone. Um, you know they have. Um, uh, they find McCollum. I mean, they had, um, I believe, if I'm not right, Valanciunas is still on there. Uh, the center, they had that one dude. Um, I, I like him. Uh, the dude, uh, the point guard, um, ah, what's his name? Um, uh, I gotta look him up. Um,
Oh man, I'm in a rope. I'm in a. Uh, I'm so. I'm so. Man, I'm in a writer's block. Oh, Jose Alver, um, Jose Alvarado. Yeah, so they got a young, a young player like him. Um, so I mean, I wouldn't want to blow up that roster. I don't know, I'll keep that, but that's the issue around the league, and that's why teams are not really so. You know, they don't want to first the cash space. It's not. It's not like the MLB or like soccer, where like you get like these massive freaking contracts to the players, and then have more money to sign players. It's not like that. The NBA does not work like that. Um, so. We will see. Tom will tell if KD stays in Brooklyn or he goes to another team. We'll see. But, I mean, my problem with KD is, like, you never know what you're going to get out of him. I mean, we don't know what he's thinking. We don't know what's on his mind. He had the chance to make it work with with two all-stars at one time, all on the same team, Kyrie and Harden. And they just couldn't make it work. I mean, that was due to half the reason was due to KD recovering from that Achilles injury. Um, Kyrie, you know, not getting vaccinated. Harden, you know, he's not the, uh, you know, 60, 60 20, you know, uh, shooting guard like he was in Houston. So he, he was slumping. They wanted Steve Nash as a head coach, even though he had no prior coaching experience. Like I said, some of that lack of chemistry was due to KD being silent due to him recovering from the Achilles injury. But like, they never know what's on KD's mind. Like, he's been tweeting out random, random things on Twitter. Um, he's enjoying his life. Um, but time will tell if he stays in Brooklyn. I think his best bet, since the market is not really like right, right for him, I would stay in Brooklyn. You know, try to like sit down with, even even though that. Conversation. It's gonna be awkward between KD um, and uh, it's gonna be awkward between KD and the GM because I mean he told he's the one that went to the front office and told him I want out, but it's gonna be really awkward for them to discuss. But they should sit down and be like, "Yo, listen. After this year, I'm out." I mean, obviously, the Nets still have leverage over KD still because you know he's still on his four year contract. So it's not like he can go wherever he pleases. The Nets will still have, you know, a big say in where he goes. But, yeah, I'm excited to see where he, he ends up. But his best bet right now is to stick it out in Brooklyn, maybe for one year, maybe wait to the trade deadline at, uh, before the All-Star break. And maybe some teams will be willing to give us some players. I mean, I know, I mean. But I think I'm remember my boy Matt's coming in soon. Uh, but like, yeah, if y'all have like any any comments, any uh any 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 ticks I want that you want me to talk about, feel free to let me know. But yeah, let me know. But let me know. Uh, it, like, if you're tuning into the YouTube channel, like, like, 
leave a comment. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna show my comment. Uh, Marie said, "Yo, <laughs> yo, Marie, what's up? What's up, girl? What's up, girl?" But um, yeah, leave comments, leave your sports takes, and um, but yeah, that NFL, that that defensive corner was. Just, when I, I saw that article, that made me pissed. That made me pissed. Um, I just don't get the. I just don't get like, especially if you see, like I've seen Lamar play in person, but I'm pretty sure seeing Lamar Jackson play live. Being on the same field, playing against him is difficult, and I I don't understand these coordinators and their logic when they see him play, seeing him tear up the defense. It just amazes me that like this coordinator has a nerve to talk shit on Lamar Jackson. I don't get it. I don't get it. Someone help me out with this. Right now, I'm watching. Right now, but uh, just to kill some time for for Magic here, um, I'm watching. Oh, the Subway Series, uh, Yankees and Mets. Yankees are down three to five in the top of the uh, bottom of the fifth. Well, you might right bottom of the third or fifth. Yeah, bottom of the fifth, three, three to five. It's a two-game series. But, yeah, I, I mean, especially when you have the numbers to prove that Lamar Jackson can pass the ball and people still want to say he can't, that, that, that just goes back to the confirmation bias. You believe one thing, you have faith in one thing, and then believe in the one thing, and you can't even see the other side of the story because you had that bias on that one thing. I just don't get it. I mean, you can go to any Twitter sports page, any Twitter, any Facebook fan page, and you'll see oh, Lamar ain't nothing. Uh, but then I realized, I mean, the team was banged up. The team, he, he was carrying his team into December at the number one seed. And then when he got injured, the team fell off and was only five for the rest of the season. So I mean, I mean, injuries happen. Football happens. Basketball injuries happen. You know, that's why Lamar. Um, as you've seen, like pictures of him recently, like he's gotten bigger. His arms gotten bigger. His legs gotten bigger. He bulked up a little bit. So I'm kind of excited to see where he, uh, how he is, like this season because you know. We're getting – we might – I think Marlon Humphrey restructured his deal to where we can have more money. So we might sign a, a veteran receiver in, like, T.Y. Hilton. I know Julio Jones just went to the Buccaneers today. So he's off the market. But, I mean, if we get, like, a number one, you know, veteran receiver who can, like, you know, can be that veteran voice in the locker room for the young receiver corps, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So we'll see if uh, – they make another big move before the regular season starts, but um, they put Dobbins, uh, Ryan Stanley, and a couple other players on the PUP list, uh, player um, the injury list. Uh, but expect those players to be off the list uh, before week one or week two. But, but really, there's no rush for Dobbins or Gus Edwards because I mean, obviously they're coming back from terrible, terrible injuries. Um, you know, Ronnie Stanley is coming back from a terrible injury. So we'll see, like, where this team is is put. But uh, we'll stay waiting for Mads to show up.
but <clears throat> yeah, I don't get why these these other QBs don't get the the slander than Lamar Jackson. Make it make sense. Make it make sense, guys. But as we as we wait for uh, my boy Matt to hop in to the to the live, um, how how y'all doing? Uh, how are things? How's your summer been? Any fun things going on? Hope everyone's having the greatest day of summer. I know it's getting hot out there. I know in Jersey it's like 94, 93 degrees uh, during the day. So uh, I want y'all. I hope y'all are staying uh, cool and and nice. But um, in the meantime, we'll be back. I'll be back. Uh, we're going to take a short little break. And then so Matt can get in and get set up. And then we'll be right back.
Hey guys, change the plans. Um, my boy Maz, he can't make it tonight. Uh, we still he didn't make it back home, so we're gonna end it today. In in the show for today, um, but thanks for tuning in. Sorry for the whole delay, the whole uh, commercial and uh, break. But uh, we will have Maz on for the show next episode, to so he can give his take on um what I just discussed. But yeah, I put my Instagram up. Um, you can find me on Instagram at jjl underscore xl. Um, if you have any questions, you want to message me. Um, here I can send my email too. Hold on, one second. Show you guys. You can email me at J-O-R. Oh, I messed up that. J-O-R-J-O-R-201. Email me at J-O-R-J-O-R-201 at gmail.com. Still not right. at gmail.com. So once again, that is jorjor201 at gmail.com. If you do want to um, be a guest on my show, um, you, you can either email me directly or DM me on Instagram at jjl underscore xo. Also, I have my own um, Instagram page at jjl sports talk show. That's my podcast page. And also, if you guys have an opportunity to um, go to my Patreon, and you can, like I said, you can, um, if you if you want to, um, pay a subscription for like you know bonus episodes, exclusive content, um, merchandise, and um, once I get money for that, I'll start. You know, I think you have to have enough cash in the for Patreon to start um, shipping out you know merchandise. But um, there's like cups, t-shirts, sweatshirts, long t-shirts. It's, it's gonna start getting cold in the fall, so it's a perfect time to get your mugs, your sweatshirts, um, and like you know, t-shirts. So please, um, that's in my link in my bio on my Instagram page. So please, please um like and support. Um su- subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh JJ Sports Talk Show, where you're watching this live stream at or on Facebook. Um, make sure you follow that, subscribe to that channel. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back in a couple of days. Thank you all. Peace.